0: Hey everyone, this is Christian Heimel, host of Caught Listening. Thanks for listening to the following podcast on Public House Media.
1: of a Military Spouse podcast on whatever day it is that you are tuning in. I'm your host, Jennifer. I am a military spouse of 10 years, a mom, a registered and certified dental assistant, and a certified botanist. Phlebot- Again, I just want to say thank you for taking me with you wherever you are and being here with me. If you find that anything in today's episode resonates with you, or if you know someone who might be interested in hearing this episode, please share it. As always, I appreciate any and all feedback, And so if you'd like to leave some feedback, please feel free to email me at confessionsofamillspouse at gmail.com or find me on Facebook, IG, or at publichousemedia.org.
0: All right, welcome and thank you for joining me. As you may have noticed, I had a little bit of a different introduction today, and that's because we are doing a two-part roundtable discussion with some of our great friends and really close neighbors as well. We also have some four-legged guests today with us, so you may hear them in the background, but that's military life, correct? Great. So, with me today I have my husband, Dustin. Hey. Our good friend, Shannon Gonzalez. Hello. Who owns Toot Sweet Macarons. And our good friend, <coughs> Eric Gonzalez. Hello. Hello. Um, so today we're going to be doing a roundtable discussion. We have compiled ten different topics that we're going to be talking about. We're going to do five this time, five next time. We are going to randomly draw these topics out of a bowl and I'm going to set a 10-minute timer and we're going to discuss these topics for maximum 10 minutes at a time. So let's start. All right, our first topic is vacationing as a military family 10 minutes on the timer and go who's starting well, you, we've
1: had a vacation you, you talk world. first so go ahead first
0: so <laughs> vacationing as a family i guess it really depends on your unit so with, oh yes that's with mm-hmm. eric's unit he only gets leave twice a year block leave and why is that wait real quick why is that
1: so we have uh, fifty personnel that we have to coordinate. But
0: what do you do? They don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't know who you are. <laughs> All
1: right. So I am uh, the drum major for the Paris Island Marine Band. I'm about to PCS to First Marine Division Band. Uh, band is comprised of fifty enlisted and one officer, and we support ceremonies and community relations events throughout the communities we belong to, um, and much more, frankly. Um, but in order to coordinate the operation schedule of fifty people, because you need pretty much everyone. For performance, Uh, we have a limited time for block leave, and it's usually somewhere after a summer concert, like Fourth of July, uh, and in between uh, Christmas and the New Year, being the other one. Uh, And of course, every band does it differently, and every place has different requirements and stuff like that. But we have a limited amount of time per year to take leave, and like my wife was saying. it's hard, harder and harder for individuals to take small, smaller chunks of leave throughout the year.
0: Especially like for birthdays and stuff like that too. It's like you kind of have to connect everything. Weddings are the worst. Yeah. Weddings
1: are rough. And yeah. um, almost didn't go to your brother's wedding. You know that was. Oh, that's true. That was a huge one. Literally, I almost got in trouble for even asking <clears throat> him to take leave at that time. So.
0: So it just kind of makes it unique. Plus, like you never really know when the leave is going to start, even mm-hmm. right. Like you find out maybe a month in advance, but by that time. Since you're flying somewhere, plane tickets are through the roof or um, things are booked out for hotels that you want to do because they always tell you don't commit until you get something in writing at least. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And another one is is going on leave and going home when you're younger. Like the older we've gotten, like we've kind of steered away from going home on leave. Absolutely. Or for vacation, so to speak. Like going on vacation now is going like somewhere Like for a vacation, not just going home and spending time with family back home as a vacation. That was something that we did all the time when we were a lot younger, taking leave and going home for vacation during the summer or Christmas. Well,
1: actually, I I agree with that. I think the world is way cooler than just hometown at that point. We've (laughs) we've been all over the place. And some of the best memories we've had has been entirely away from home. Even though the people we love might be there, but I, I think, again... Another thing that we've discovered is that as long as we're together, it doesn't matter where we're going. Yeah, like exactly. And that applies to vacation.
0: Yeah, well, I think perfectly. like I specifically think about the holidays too. And like if we go home for the holidays, we're spending all of our time running around to see this person and that person and this family and that family, and somebody's always it exhausting. Yeah, somebody's yeah. always upset because we didn't spend as much time with them as we did somebody else, and we just spend all of our time running. We don't actually get to enjoy it. Right. So, I mean, he's roaming this year mm-hmm. uh, right over Christmas, which we're actually really excited about because we can't go anywhere. Yeah. And we finally get to make memories in our home because last year we had a Christmas tree up, but we had just moved in beginning of December. And so we didn't get to decorate, which is why we decorated now. <laughs> and, you know, we'll get to make those memories in our own home. Yeah. All right. Question... Topic number two. What is the most difficult decision your family has had to make? Ten minutes on the timer, and here we go. This is going to be a good one. Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay, go.
2: So it was about three years ago we made the decision to live separately. Like, not not break up or get a divorce, but, like, live separately to divide and conquer. It was better for our family, for stability for our daughter in school, and... After doing it voluntarily for a year, like, I'll never do it again. It was rough. It was hard. I flew home, I'd say, once once a couple months or once three to four months. Yeah. Um, and it was hard just because Jenna was working full-time. I was at work all the time. Like, there was a lot of stuff going on. So, it was, like, coming home and there was nothing there. Like, go hang out with the friends all the time. But it, it, was, it was rough.
0: Were they stationed at that time? San Diego. Yeah, he was at the on the Boxer, on the USS Boxer. Where
2: were you?
0: I was at home. We, in Illinois. Illinois. In because because in and the reason we did that was because when we were in San Diego, we didn't realize that if you weren't living within this school district, you had to put it in for school of choice yep. and you had to put it in super early. So it was at the point where Ella was starting school, and we knew we were not going to get the school district that we wanted. Mm-hmm. So she and I moved back home, so she could go to the Catholic school there mm-hmm. and get a good start on education. Plus, mm-hmm. we thought that he was going to the East Coast. He had a year left there, and we thought he was going to the East Coast afterwards. And then the Marine Corps happened. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <because laughs> yeah. It, was a, it was a
2: handshake agreement of, "Hey, you do another year here, you'll get to go over. You get to go to the East Coast." And I was like, "Hey," kind of worked out. So that's what we ended up doing.
0: Well, yeah. So. He was gonna like come pick us up basically on the way to the East Coast and then like you said, the Marine Corps happened and they were like, Yeah, you're going to Camp Pendleton just now. <laughs> yeah,
2: I didn't stay there for an extra year, like PCA like three months later mm-hmm. and I work up in a deployment and they came back out.
0: Yeah. Wow. And see so, you now we are coming to that decision of living separate lives with the whole pandemic. I mean, you were told like pretty much all said and done, all parties knew about it, just wasn't in writing that you're going to be going to North Carolina. That's right. To the, uh,
1: to Cherry Point.
0: So, it being a four hour drive from here, you know.
1: Let the record state that it's six hours. Whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Four, six, it doesn't matter. Don't do math in public. But, (laughs) I mean, still, a six hour drive, we can quickly get to, to do that, you know. And you're still somewhat close. However, the Marine Corps happened. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to be going over to the division. That's right. And with this whole pandemic that's happening, Schools out in California are yeah. on lockdown. Yep. Um and we'd have to completely move the girls. I'd be stuck in the house with them and as much as I love my kids, I don't love them that much. Right? <laughs> right? I'm like Let's just not, you know, put ourselves in that situation. Right. We've got our community here, you know, you guys included. Strong yeah. Network. That, we bought this house. Yeah, we're in our first home. We just hit 2 years on here that it's like we don't want to give it up. Yeah, though, at the same time. But on the flip side, besides it just being a school decision, right? Eric has a chance to really develop professionally out at Division. There's so much opportunity with the Absolutely. unit out there. Yeah, that, you don't have to talk about it, I suppose. Like selflessly speaking, if he doesn't have to worry about the home balance, right? Like, dealing with work schedules because there, we talked about if we go back to California, I'd have to go back to work again, yeah. and. Corporate world, you know. As much as I love the job I had last time, right. there's just certain things that if I don't have to have that stressor, like working weekends, who's going to watch the kids? Right. You know, um, I'd rather not have to deal about it, deal with it. So you being able to develop what you want with no strings attached—it's just one of those like weird things. Like ten years into our marriage, and you in the Marine Corps that us splitting up will be really good for us, professionally speaking. I mean, right? You say no but strings it.
1: attached. I feel like it's going to be different strings than we're anticipating. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to have to call you every day.
0: FaceTime. <laughs> well, I mean, I
2: mean, yeah. he <laughs> yes. will. He will, because I did. Man, if I didn't, whoo, buddy.
0: <laughs> I think the girls <laughs> will be the ones <laughs> <our> most difficult <laughs> decision deciding whether or not I should call my wife. Oh, gosh. I <laughs> think the girls will be the ones to like hold you accountable to that more yeah. than me. I mean,
1: well, I don't want to read Books to them still, and I want to like see what's going on in their lives and things like that because that's what I would do here. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. Technology is going to help with that, I suppose, because it's being easier and easier to connect to people from far distances, but
0: still, I I don't know. I feel like that's going to be
1: one of the bigger struggles, staying connected.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, let me, let me, since we're kind of on this topic, let me ask you like, when Ella and I were living separately from you, and when you're on deployments and stuff, do you feel like any, I guess, ill feelings towards me because i am the one with her all the time and getting to watch her grow and like what are your feelings no are they resentment <clears throat> is it sadness like
2: no i think it's more of a security blanket because like it's something that we don't have to worry about like i know okay. my my child's with my mother or her mother, <laughs> your and, mother. well she could be with your and mom she's too she's doing she's doing fine like you don't have to worry about that piece like the only piece you have to worry about is like my spouse doing all right like, she getting taken care of. She has the support that she needs because we're not there to take care of her or, or check on her that kind of thing. But yeah. I think as far yeah. as like worrying about your child, not so much because they're with you. That's um, a good
0: perspective. I never thought of it like that.
2: And then the other thing I think is like a big decision. Like I think for us was buying a house, like just to pack up and move in possibly two years because we we're on a two year rotation for a while. It's like, right. is it worth the squeeze? And like sitting down and really looking at like as an investment, not just buying one to buy one, but Buying a house as an investment as a military family. Like, yeah, we talk about it. And a lot of families do, but at the same time, like, there's a lot of risk involved with that. You always
0: have to think of it as a temporary situation, too, but yeah. it's still scary when you're making such a big financial decision. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: think that's huge. And then there was another one I was going to bring up, and I can't what it was. I just I thought it was noteworthy to bring up.
1: I think it's uh, for me now. Granted, I've never deployed. Uh, the longest I've been away was 15 days, uh, but we did that quite a lot. Uh, every time I'm out like that, I sort of, like, if the tables were turned, well, how, how good would my kids be with me? And I'm always thankful because, like, I don't think I could do it like you can,
0: you know? Aww. I don't think if you had to leave Thanks, and I had to
1: stay here with the
0: kids. Oh, that's so sweet. It would be
1: not as good. But It'd then you talk different. about
0: how much you would love to just be a stay-at-home dad. Different. That's <laughs> so wildly like, different, though. Like, So it's, it's nice and talk, but maybe an actual practice. And
1: like no, 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 no. Specifically, like... If I was the one who had to manage their schedule, if I was the one that had to manage all the aspects of their life and things like that, um, together, well, yeah. if we were together, it, even if I was a stay-at-home dad or whatever, we'd be doing that together, uh, even though I would have the time to
0: there. I guess that. like even like, the days, like earlier this week, you had a day off and you had the virtual schooling like telling you, like, this is what you needed to do, this is how you do it.
1: That's was great. Yeah. I mean, I really like doing that. Um,
0: Sometimes for us, though, I feel like it's hard to find that, like, happy medium because I know like he's gone for nine months it's all on me to like run her schedule run my schedule you know laundry dishes like you get into a really good routine and then you guys come home and it's like okay well do I just dump all of it on him like do I tell him do I dictate to him like this is how we run things like what is that balance there and how do you
1: do you get resentful when he gets back
0: sometimes I do yeah yeah because I feel like it's just like this big wrecking ball coming into this perfect schedule Straight that I've mile had. I'm coming Yeah, like a ball. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, know? I mean, it's just it's hard, and it's finding that balance. Like I said, like because there have been times where he's come home, and I'm just like, here it is. Yeah, I'm done. I know you get like that too sometimes, <laughs> where you manage the bills and you manage the,
1: I guess, home operations or whatever. But uh, while I can go to work and manage 50 marines.
0: I, I don't even know how i would even teach you how to do some of this stuff yeah. right i have like my own right. system so it's not like that i like i have everything in like a spreadsheet so like if something were to happen to me right that hopefully you can <laughs> figure it out but like, well, you know, everybody the has their own unique filing right, yeah. system <laughs> here's the thing right. i would
1: have to figure it out and that's totally okay And i'm I, I'm not shying away from that at all yeah i'm just saying i know you get resentful for that and, and i thank you
0: well we'll see what it's it. like um
1: Allegedly, we
0: we'll I, we'll uh, I can do it by myself. We'll have a so. follow up, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? We can have a um, we can have a round table discussion with Eric zooming in. Yeah, that's right. Oh, That'd be so funny. Okay, we are close to our time on this, so let's move on to our next topic. Da-da-da-da-da. Okay. No music, please. Wow. Ooh, this is this is a good one. Can um, I be out
2: off the last one?
0: No. Oh. All right, so what made you join the Marine Corps? Ten minutes on the timer and go. Try Karen BAH. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, <yeah>. Stop it. <laughs> this is like you stole words out of my right? mouth. Okay. I just
2: wanted to get out of the barracks.
0: <laughs> out the
2: bricks, you know?
0: Okay, but for real, that question is clearly for you guys. You know, um, Justin kinda of talked about it a so little bit. So I married
1: Shannon before the Marine Corps, but I married Shannon because of the Marine Corps. There's no way she would have married me if I hadn't. I'm not saying that's why I joined, but that was a big part of it. Uh I think I was three and a half years into a music education degree and I was not doing well. I was a terrible student. Um, <laughs>
0: that but That really wait. surprises me actually. Well and I and see to his credit though, like All of the prerequisites that you do, like your language and math and stuff like that, at the university... It was terrible. You, you complained about it. Like, he's like, I would watch Cinderella and i have to write a paper on it. Oh, like, God. Yeah, How so much money hard. to university? <laughs> yeah. I know. So would just, Academically stimulated. So he would skip those classes, but all of your music core classes, he would go into and do well. So yeah, it's but, like okay. if, if there was like a whole choose-your-own type of classes that you had to do, you probably would have done really well. I, well right? And
1: furthermore, if I had the discipline that I have now, which I'm going to school again and I'm doing right. well... So, there's that. Um, I do
0: think that makes a very big difference. So,
1: again, I, I didn't see my life taking off where I was at. And I, just, I knew I wanted to be with Shannon. Um, and I'd always been patriotic. I was in JRO, D.C. in high school. Uh, I did the uh, Drum and Bugle Corps circuit for four years. That's uh, a very patriotic thing, too. And um, I was going to commission. Uh, I was going to go to West Point, had an appointment. Oh, wow. To West Point. I was like, oh, I want to study the trumpet, you know? <laughs> Stupid. Uh, <laughs> not saying that's a regret, but maybe a regret. Um, life would have been way, way different looking back. Uh, that was in 2007. So I would have graduated college in 2011 at the peak of the wars in the desert uh, in the Army, probably a ranger program at that point, because that's what it would have been. Uh, so life would have been way different. But, um, anyways, circling back to the question, I, I didn't see myself without Shannon, and I didn't see a future without some structure. And so.
0: Yeah, and by that time, we were. That's awesome. We started dating in high school. So we were already dating for about five years. Oh, or look, so. high school sweethearts. And... Nope. Um, well. I feel like there's a story. There's there such is. a common thread, I feel like, with like, the military and stuff. There's a lot of like, high school sweethearts. But doing the. I was very happy with working at the credit union I was at, and I was going to school. But seeing kind of, like, your passion and, in a sense, your your performance with school, like, not being as well as you hoped. And then when you were on tour with the Drum and Bugle Corps, seeing the... To comment on so, and you're like, wait a second, can I can play trumpet and be in the military, so you had the best of both worlds. The confluence
1: of interest, yeah.
0: You know, yeah. and not to mention he's like a unicorn for recruiters. So. I know, right? Golden star, <laughs> right, Justin? That's right. Not that we know anything about that, okay? Um, but it's like you saw that happen in watching you, like try to convince your mom that this was your best bet. I just saw like you get this like fire. Right oh, yeah, you. I made
1: the decision, and I don't and know, yeah. I mean,
0: me being a very logical person, and Justin will appreciate, yes, the insurance and <laughs> you know, steady pay and health benefits, especially because we right. were pushing 22, 23. Oh, yeah, so you were getting money, we were, we were mm-hmm. not gonna be able to be claimed under our parents' stuff, and yeah. it
1: was circa 2010, which is in, after the recession, you know, yeah. so things were not good, yeah, it was
2: recovering, it was rough, right. Um, yeah,
1: so definitely the Bennies. <laughs> damn binnies. you know what i'm saying I mean, so
0: like for me that just like it was peace of mind and security and stuff like that me working in the financial industry i was like i can get a job anywhere that's right. fine you know and then you finally have not finally have no i'm gonna say yeah finally, finally having <laughs> something that's gonna like drive you to do well that you can continue on and not just be stagnant in it because i mean honestly like you playing trumpet or teaching it's kind of the day in and day out of stuff, I could see you, especially knowing you now, how you developed in this career, getting really bored of it. And so here you're always on your toes. You're so doing something unique all the time. I'm an
1: assistant band director now. I don't know if 23-year-old Eric would have been a good band director. I, I don't think so. No. And I'm good at what I do now. I allegedly, I'm good at what I do now. <laughs> it's um, like, I'm
0: not going to toot my own horn, but...
1: But because of the the lessons I've learned over 10 years not wasn't good at it immediately type thing you know yeah. what I'm saying uh so I, I again life would have been way different I'm not sure it would have been good you know yeah I hogged all five minutes there that's oh. you you're up <laughs> you're you're like, I don't think I'm gonna take five minutes
2: well that's <laughs> pretty short and sweet um I started when I was in third grade like it, it really did like I went over to a friend's house
0: Let me just say that Dustin and I were not married pre-Marine Corps, and at some point we will get into that.
2: Maybe. So, I just moved schools for the second time, third grade, and I met a young guy, same grade, and I stayed at his house, and he's like, yeah, man, when I grow up, I'm going to be a Marine. I was like, you know what? I want to be one too. Nice. And like, seen the commercial, the Dragon Slayers in the 90s, and like, it was really cool and like did a lot of, we didn't do a lot of research, we didn't have internet, but like watch a lot of movies, <laughs> the war movies and stuff like that growing up. And something I always said I was going to do and like my family are like, no, you're too small, you're too skinny, you can't do it. And it was like, I was more influenced by people telling me I couldn't do it and I was too small, I wouldn't make it. You're too small. Um, oh
0: my God. They know, you know. I was
2: a freshman <laughs> in high school and I was like five foot nothing. I weighed like 85 pounds. <laughs> I was tiny, and now now I'm not. I'm like triple that weight almost. Yeah, but people join the Marine Corps of that size. Yeah, it's tiny, and you know, growing up, telling my kitten like no one in my family had ever been, had joined the Marine Corps. My grandpa was was an Army paratrooper. My sister joined the Navy right out of high school, so everyone thought I was trying to one up my sister. Everyone knew like this one we talked about. Yeah, I was 17. At one point in time, I almost considered becoming a auto mechanic. So I had two colleges or technical colleges come to the house mm-hmm. and like I was ready to sign the papers. I ended up it didn't feel right. I didn't do it. My mom was mad. And then fast forward, like I went through that phase, like, yep, I don't wanna do that. So I wanna be a Marine. So the day after my birthday, well I, I tried to join before that. My mom's like, Nope, it's not what you want to do. You can't join. So fast forward to the day after my birthday, I was at Mets enlisting and all that good stuff. Nice. Oh,
0: well, it's all downhill. I mean, <laughs> so it's like because of your stubbornness, that's why you joined the Marine Corps, pretty much. Because so many
2: people told me I couldn't do it, and I didn't want to stay in my hometown and work at a prison or a mental health facility. Like that's like the thing to do. Like it's a lot of industry. people, yeah. a lot of people stay. And it was a small town. Like don't wrong. Like I like it. and I do miss parts of it, but I didn't want to stay there. Like, yeah. I didn't see my life being very good to just staying there. Like yeah, it could have been, but.
0: That was one thing, like in all of our places that we've lived and traveled at too. We realized how great it was to get out from home. Yes, and how much you grow. And granted, like oh my god, it's crazy. I like going back home and visiting. You know, especially like the different scenes. I miss the mountains so yeah. much. Yeah, you know? yeah. EGs. EG's. EG's. Yes. On listeners. Um, <laughs> but you know, but going back to live there, I don't think that's on my my list of places. That's to what go. we've said too, because we've talked about retirement. Yeah, we're going exotic. <laughs> and <laughs> you guys will be in Africa. So, yeah. no. We've, because um, we've talked about retirement too, because, you know, he's over 15 years in and we're like, okay, if we get out at 20, like that's creeping up, but where are we going to go? Like, and it's like I told him, nowhere really feels like home, but people yep. feel like no. home. Yeah, Yeah. And it's the people that I want to be around. It's not necessarily the place, like, I have no desire to go back home. But there are certain people that I'm like, I would love to settle down close to them. So what's going to happen in like four years? We're going to talk again. It- some <laughs> <like> <laughs> yes! Nowhere, right? Make our own little convent over something. Right? Yes! <laughs> and we're going to have all, we're all going to have free health care for the rest of our lives. We're going to have that retirement so you know we're going to be rich. So we're going to have maids and chefs and everything else.
2: I don't know who this rich is. <laughs> Looks like a 10-year plan, like Big Daddy. You're <laughs> You to be the Hooters girl. Oh, my God. But, like, getting so, back to the original question here of, like... Why'd you join? why did I join? Like, to get away from my hometown, really, because...
1: At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we're upping the benefits without upping the price. Introducing Magenta Max. Now with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, get Netflix on us. Right now, pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to 650 bucks only at
2: T-Mobile. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p. Up to 40 gigs high speed tethering. $650 via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Simmons support charges waived. Receive Netflix Standard with two lines.
0: nothing there
2: like i graduated like 60 people we were dirt poor growing up and like we didn't travel like the first time i was on an airplane was seeing my sister graduate boot camp and then the second time was going to boot camp like that was it and i just want to get out get away and refresh recharge and like find who i was and like find something i wanted to do outside of being structured in a home in a small town
1: uh west coast then yeah Yep. at yep. the record show <laughs> <laughs>
0: Both West coast I
2: like it. Good all observation
0: right. All right on to our fourth topic for today <clears throat> Oh this is a question specifically for Dustin and Eric oh oh this is a good one This might take all 10 minutes. <laughs> all right well Dustin went to grab a beverage there we go an adult beverage. Let's see it All right. Or it's going to be really easy. Everybody yeah. has Maybe I adult beverages. Oh, God. We won't talk about how long you go. Oh! Anyway. <laughs> I
1: in this picture. Um, like
0: that is not getting edited out either. Just <laughs> for the record. Okay. All right. So question for Dustin and Eric. Do you feel like your job matters at your units, at national levels, in the Marine Corps in general? Ten minutes on the timer and go. Can you
2: describe your job? Ooh. <laughs> so our jobs are kind of similar like completely different way they're ran and like different capabilities but like very similar like with our jobs. i think um after talking with eric previously it's like <clears throat> being an operations chief for a unit is like being like a program manager yeah. so being a operations chief for a marine wing support squadron is very uh unique in itself Where are we're the farthest away from the flagpole, so sometimes we feel like what we do doesn't matter, but it does matter because it affects everything that flies in the sky, and supporting Wait, them.
0: Tell them what you do, because I don't know that people know what you really do.
2: I just said I was the operations chief oh. for a Marine Wing Support Squadron. Sorry,
0: dear. that was me so, not listening.
1: Uh, <laughs> operations chief is like you said, like a project manager. Uh, it's like herding cats and uh, coordinating efforts. And uh, ensuring people are trained and in the right place and well-equipped when they get there and things like that. And correct me if I'm wrong, that's not your normal lane.
2: No, it's it's something we usually step out of in our uh, in our logistical field to uh, to hit for promotion. And there's only a few different units that we go to. And that's the the CLBs, which is the Combat Logistics Battalions, and then the MWSSs, which is the Marine Support Squadrons. Other than that, that's the only places that we are typically placed for Operation Chief billets. Yeah. Uh, is there a formal training for yours? There is not. No. There is not, and it's stepping out of being in a logistical realm straight to an operational realm. It's like going back to doctrine of MCVP one of Hey, we don't drive operations. Logistics doesn't drive operations. We put constraints on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's being a completely different side of the spectrum when you're in operations by being logistics. Like right now, like I'm jumping in the both. Like I'm still doing both but at the same time. Like it's a lot of stuff to do. Is this your first assignment as ops chief then? Yes, it is. And it's, you know, being in for over 15 years, being your first assignment, it's like, it's still a lot to learn and a lot to read about. Yeah.
0: So do you feel like your job matters?
2: I feel (laughs) as though it matters at the lower levels. And what I mean by that is down to the company and the platoons and then up to um, the group and maybe to the mall. But like, as far as that, like, I don't think everything else is irrelevant. I think Bigger picture, yes, yeah, so they care about what we do, but they just worry about us being trained and ready. They don't care about what we're actually doing.
0: So, like, deployment ready, pretty much. Yes. Yep, okay. Yeah,
1: healthy, you've met all your quals, et cetera, things like that. Yes. Okay, so, I mean, I it's a similar thing for me, except that we're so close to the flagpole. <clears throat> uh, sometimes it feels like lip service, and they're like, good job, you really mean a lot to us around here, and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> um, so, at am a unit, for sure. i I feel important. It's a weird question. I think it was the one that came up with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it
0: sure. was, it was one of your guys' <laughs> questions. It, was,
1: did it Pure Vanity. I wanted to ask this one so I can answer it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, I love
2: this.
0: But I think like Dustin though, like his... <clears throat> Your perspective is going to be completely different. I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. Oh, Shin, please. Take it from the <laughs> Well, I mean, you can actually see a national level of how valuable your unit is. Yeah. And it's more so from our time over at Okinawa. Yeah. All the times that you would travel. Um, you say so, it. So, yeah, yeah. No, um, it, <laughs> it really
1: depends on where you're at in a band. We're here at the Depot, at the Eastern Depot here. And um, graduation was probably the best day of your life up to that point from boot camp right? Absolutely. Yeah, easy to say. Everyone remembers the day they graduated boot camp, and uh, so we call it the greatest show on earth. You know, anything the band can do to support the most important day of all of these Marines' lives. Uh, I've been here for two years. That gives it about forty thousand Marines have graduated. Oh, um, nice. So I've, in a small way, enhanced the Esprit de Corps and, and the, made graduation better for them. Right. Uh, but that, and sure, it's easy to sort of say that out loud. It's hard to think about, and it's hard to like understand that have I made a difference in it people's lives, I don't know, maybe. Um, in Okinawa, you are, I don't know, like a musical ambassador, you know, yeah. um, you are the Marine Corps, a single individual is the Marine Corps abroad, I would I would argue that's the point of service in the Marine Corps, and service abroad, and we're ne- uniquely equipped to, to handle that through diplomacy, so that's pretty cool. Um, but again, when you're in there, you just feel like Lance Corporal Gonzalez, abroad, you know, <laughs> I'm getting TAD money on this one. You know, this is great. <laughs> um, but it doesn't feel important. So I, the more, the longer I'm in, the more I'm able to square up of how more impactful it all is. And I, I posted this on the birthday on Facebook. But the most impactful was definitely at the Gold Star Banquet, where we you were division at that yeah ones. up in um, the Marines Memorial Hotel in in San Francisco. And we come in and cheer when everyone up. They're doing a banquet where they they post a video and they have pictures of all their their lost service members that they had, and it's a really sad time. Uh, but the band comes in and cheers everyone up afterwards. And we get done with our high energy set, and we're like, "We'll meet you in the bar," you know, cool. And I just see this lady, and she's like, "You guys are so wonderful." And I was like, "Thanks," you know, happy, happy to be here, recruiter dog. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's like. Yeah, it means so much to me when I get to see you guys perform. It's like seeing my son again, and it's like that oh, was that was man. rough. That's rough. That's not, yeah. And so it's important, you know, like being yeah. the face of the Marine Corps, being her son again. I, I don't know, That's
0: but, a tough
1: one. so that do I feel important? Top. Does it, it pulls, feel important?
0: Pulls on the heartstrings.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it feels important, but it doesn't feel important in the day to day. Sometimes, you know, that's a so really once nice. you
0: once you achieve your your mission, which is your performance. Like that's when you can see the impact outside of the day to day functions. Otherwise, that's a really like, interesting perspective. I would have never thought of it like that. You know. Well, and so like even like today, um, or this this week, do you guys do the virtual, today? I'm sorry, play video games. This, <laughs> this, <sorry. laughs> did homework, played video games. So. The virtual performance you guys did, like seeing all the comments coming through, like yeah. it. I I didn't realize until yesterday missing live music. Yeah, know, seeing a, a big band at the market, yes. and I was like. It was still like, oh, I remember playing this song. Or, like, oh, there goes that Barry standing up playing that solo. But still having you guys do something that our girls can enjoy. Yeah. And I know that moving forward, they're probably still going to do some sort of virtual aspect. So even with you leaving, we can still watch you.
1: So, and, and another is- part of that, on top of all that, was when the pandemic hit, we were the only live music in the world. Like, no one else was going oh out because they were in quarantine. But we were still playing for graduation. And, I mean... We're, our band consists of a bunch of 19 to 24-year-olds, so limited uh, perspective, if you will. Yeah. So as a project manager, getting out in front of the 50-person band and saying, okay, listen up, guys, we have to do well this time because we're literally the only live band in the world right now. Right. Uh, don't check my statistics, please. But um, <laughs> Don't do math
0: about life. That's, that's the truth of it,
1: though. No one else was doing anything. Everyone <laughs> transitioned to performing online and things like that. Um, but again, it's one of those, it's easy to square up and say, yeah, we're the only live music in town. But like that's the truth, and it's hard to actually understand that sometimes. So yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, just, meanwhile, I'm also just a staff sergeant, and I'm just some invisible, <laughs> some invisible marine on the depot, oh. just like everyone else, you know.
2: Anyway. Just so I want to go back to what I said. Like, do I think what what I do matters? It does to a certain extent, but like we're one of the overworked, underappreciated. Like, what happens? Like, what they see is the big shiny object is F thirty five, the Harrier, the F eighteen, <laughs> like big things that make those things fly, like we are the unsung heroes behind the scenes that are doing that. So what we do does matter. Like if we don't provide a service, like those, those things aren't doing what they're supposed to do. And then that's a whole nother big yeah, national, yeah. national issue. But like, it's just not talked about at all. So what we do, it does matter. But at the same time, like it's not talked
0: about. It's not in your line of vision. Like you don't right. really see it. Yeah. No, yeah. and
2: nor do the younger Marines
1: and what they're, what they're doing. So it also has to talk to them about that too. Yeah. 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 And and sometimes it's hard to talk to our spouses about it too. Like, Super, like it's hard to make you guys understand what sort of the impact of what going to work and give every and giving everything we have at work, giving everything we have at work <laughs> is. At the record show, I moved closer to the microphone. Um, no, like uh, it's hard to be like get home and then talk about what we do because
2: it usually entails so much. I think know? it's trying to relate it to something that like in the civilian world or something that they know and like. Sometimes there just isn't that thing to relate it to, and it's so hard for us to try to analyze and break it down for them to understand. Like, It just gets frustrating sometimes because they just don't understand it all, and you're yeah. like, it's so
1: easy. Well, and especially in your case, if you pull on the string, the string is the F-35s are not flying, and the string after that is we can't fight our nation's battles. Uh, and you're so you're removed That's from that a
0: huge step, the, yeah, right? One it, huge step. But it's
1: only three steps removed. Yeah. And so there's a huge implication uh, behind what we do. So I I don't know, and it's hard to conceptualize for that that for you guys.
0: That's a um, great question. Yeah, that was a really great question. Okay, we've got one more topic for today. Let's see what it's gonna be. Drum roll, please.
2: Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah,
1: Jameson's like get up.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, this is for me and Shannon. Nice. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Lock it up. Do you feel like you've had to sacrifice your career ambitions with this forced lifestyle? Mm. Ten minutes on the Ready clock. To to
2: this yes. is going to be really good because yes, I yield some, the
1: remainder of my time.
2: Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I just want to say before they start. Sometimes I do feel bad for this. I always
0: do. Yeah. That's why I'm
2: we, moving. That's why yep. I'm moving. Yes. It, we have had rough. this
0: discussion um, as a couple um, because it's something that I know I for sure struggle with and that I will feel like I say 100% yes, I have had to sacrifice. Obviously, I'm a dental assistant. I've been able to take my work with me everywhere I go and I love what I do, but I want more. And it is so hard to have more when A, you have to work full time just to be able to afford you know where you're at because that tri-care and BAH just doesn't cut it. Um, <laughs> and neither do my good looks and B, <laughs> um, you're not ever in a place long enough. Like if I right. wanted to have a four year career or, you know, go to school for something that requires a four year degree, we're never in a place for four years. So how do you, you know, then you have to transfer, do your credits transfer East coast, to West coast. It's so different. So, I feel like absolutely I've had to sacrifice. Um, so, you're saying
2: you're not happy in your job, though, that you want to... You're, not, you're sacrificing more because you're not able to change careers if you wanted to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I mean, the resources are there, absolutely, but it's a matter of, I guess, finding that balance. Like, What do you okay. mean the resources? Like, colleges are all around. There are programs and different kinds of grants and stuff available for military spouses. Like, there's... You know, resources for military spouses going back to college. They have, like, career planners that will help them with things like that. But, like I said, the biggest thing is not being in one place for four years and then always having to have had to work full-time to be able to afford where like, we're well, have time to do school? Exactly. exactly. Know, You'd be actually sacrificing <clears throat> family time at that point. Exactly. exactly. And now growth. we have yep. a kid so who's in extracurricular activities. <clears throat> so it's like, okay – where is, where is that me time? And then, you know, if he's gone, well, shoot, forget it. Because at that point I'm just trying to survive with myself yeah. and my kid. Um, you know, and then everybody's like, oh, well there's, you know, retirement and, which is true. And if,
2: you but know. But where's your retirement? How exactly. are you contributing
0: to your own retirement? Exactly. And well, and that's the thing, like, okay, if he retires and I'm 40 years old and I go back and do a four year degree. I'm starting my career at 44. I don't want to be 75 and still working just so I can retire, right?
2: But you're gonna be so I can
0: <laughs> yeah the But then it's my turn. It's Dustin's turn to be the dependent at that. Point. You're the yeah. sugar mama at that <laughs> That's time. Right? Exactly. Right.
2: Goal, buddy. Goal. <laughs> don't let yeah. me at a good time.
0: The first time that I felt the sacrifice was when we got super short notice that you were going to be going to Virginia Beach for your intermediate, intermediate, intermediate school. school. So how I already stated earlier, like me working in finance, like I worked with credit unions mostly. And what I didn't realize at the time was, like I realized it, but I didn't, like I didn't really fully realize was with credit unions because they're so small. You have to belong in one way, shape or form, you know, it's not like a national bank. So building into retirement, I can't transfer from another state to another state to go with a different institution from where I was at. Um, working overseas in Okinawa, there was three but honestly solidly two financial institutions out there that I could work with. I went to one because of the transfer ability over there, but quickly found out that that lo- that company was not my jam for multitude of reasons. Right. And then I yeah, went, they sucked. and then I went to another place where I, I grew professionally. I was given the opportunity I had some solid mentorship and that one felt more of like a team. It felt even though like the the company name it seemed like corporate wise, like I, I went I went to that island having a prejudice against that institution yeah. when I'm like, Why did I in the first place? Like right. looking at it, you know, it was a BS young and dumb reason. And I went with yep. this other reputable company thinking that it was gonna be, you know, the bee's knees, but it was not for oh, me unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they said but working at the credit union in California was—you were um, killing it
1: too. You were like a top performer in the company, and like, I
0: mean, I, I—it was awesome. I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I did toot, really toot. well. Like, what? <laughs> I what, will toot. What, right. What was really toot, unfortunate was toot. because you found out in like November, two weeks notice. He called me on the phone. I'm in the back with my boss, and he's like, "So this opportunity came up that came up that I can go to the school of music, and this was a, another stepping stone that he needed to develop his career." And I'm like, well, you have to have this, right. right? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, well, I guess we're doing it. When did we move? He's like, what was it was three weeks. It was two weeks? weeks. Two weeks notice. Yeah. And so my boss is like sitting there right there. And I'm like choking up because I love her to death. Right. And I love the job I was at. I'm like, so um, this is my notice. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we go. Thank God, I'm sorry. And, um... <laughs> What was unfortunate too was that because of the how that company does their um, their sales and with credit unions being not for profit, you get some bonuses at the end. Oh man! And because I didn't work on December 31st, oh. I had to forfeit my bonus, which oh. would have been substantial. That's right. Our branch got branch of the year. And I was not at that ceremony to celebrate as well. Dang. So it was, I, I did appreciate the love from afar. You know, when they went to dinner beforehand, they're like, Shannon, we miss you. We couldn't have been here without Aww. you. I was like, I love and hate this at the same time, right. you know? Right. I think my manager even got manager of the year. So um, it, and that was something she's wanted from the beginning. Like she was with that company for a year. She grew with that company. Wow. And then moving out here, it's like, oh my gosh, I can get a job. And be with the company for three years. So it's like, how freaking fantastic is that? Like, right. I can contribute to my 401k for three years, you know, and yeah. not have to deal with it. But when you got drum major, we weren't sure what his work schedule was going to be. Right. And so dealing with childcare and whatnot, I, from our previous experience, I'm the one that has to leave early or going late for whatever mm-hmm. reason, yeah. stay home with the kids from being yeah. sick. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> granted that my boss here was super fantastic. I had a great support team with my coworkers. Just ethically, I didn't feel yeah. about hey I have to leave early again yeah. because you find that stuff out last minute you yep. don't it's not like you can plan for this right. stuff oh again, the general the I'm general, sorry. well the general wants to have like uh, all hands on deck meeting and you guys found out like two hours beforehand right so that means he can't pick up right. the kids and so two hours I'm like I have to tell him right and so I stepped away from working at the, at the bank and I started developing this little home bakery stuff. Oh, by the way, it's not little. Don't let her lie to you. Well, I'm very proud of how I've developed it. I'm very happy with where I'm at. You know, like, people have those things where, like, small business owners, like, makes, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, no, but where I'm at and the amount that I can produce, I'm very happy with where I'm at. And I'm also happy. Um, <laughs> your bellies are happy. My belly is very <laughs> happy. Um, so... Obviously, like doing my business was something that we talked about with us having a separation soon. Because in California, I looked at their um, their laws. All of my customers out here, I become obsolete. and I'm not ready to give that up, right? And let alone going into a place in California where my product is already popular, like pretty densely populated thing. out there, yeah. right? How am I going to get a foot in the door even starting off? Yeah, you know. So I, I don't, I, I don't want to deal with that stress. I'd rather go back to work for. The credit unit at that point, right? And just do what I want as a hobby. Uh,
1: do you guys blame the Marine Corps and hold the Marine Corps at fault for this, or us individually? I
0: I'm, don't know. Um, so you,
2: you're saying there's no animosity because I feel like <laughs> <we're> just our <laughs> is. I mean,
0: I will say sometimes in the moment there probably is animosity, but the one thing you know, Shannon made a great point. She got that call and she was like, "I know you have to do this." And I think that's what people don't realize. Like we as spouses understand that there are certain things that you guys have to do within your career to advance with your career. What you guys do is basically what supports us. Like, I mean, yeah, I work a full-time job. Could I ever support myself? No, I like to spend too much money. That's where the BAH comes in. But anyway, um, (laughs) but I understand that I know what you have to do in order to advance your career. And to get promoted and to hit these certain goals for promotion. So in the moment, yeah, there may be animosity, but in the big scheme of things, no, because I know it's something that you have to do. And like personally for me too, it's like, it challenges me to be creative. Like I'm fully creative in what I'm doing now. I wouldn't have this business if we didn't get that call in California. You know, if we didn't get all of those, you know, twists and turns that happen to even come out here at PI too. Yeah, so I am very true. And it's just like I'm kind of grateful. I love moving. I love exploring. I like the new and change of things.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I guess let me say to all the listeners, on behalf of your spouse, thank you. (laughs) I I, I concur. He's
0: he's endorsing it right now. Yeah.
2: It's rough. I mean, like, I wouldn't be where I'm at without your support. Yeah, because you removed the military. What's left for us when we leave? our families whatever we make yeah. of it and they sacrifice everything for us keep it rolling
0: yeah oh yeah it's totally fine
2: and <laughs> I think with them sacrificing everything like what's left is like what they, the cards they've been dealt from us and like if we don't make it 20 or, or whatever like that's all we have left is our family and like yeah. it's whatever they've done while we've been they've been put on the back burner for their careers so, sometimes yeah. sometimes like it's not a factor sometimes it is sometimes it's not but it's like they're what's left, and it's—it's it's I mean, hard. I
0: definitely wish the Marine Corps would be more considerate of the fact that you guys have families, but it's not. Just put that on our list. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. That's, That's definitely list. yes. That is definitely another topic. We, you know, what this podcast may just be roundtable talks for her the rest of eternity because we have so many topics we can talk about. Yeah,
2: but. It's not a round table talk. It's a square table. Oh my god. <laughs> it we're being
0: <laughs>
2: You told us to be there be square, so we turned the round table into a square table.
0: It, okay, it went they, a little,
2: ah, uh, 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 It transformed.
0: They are not incorrect. It is a square table, but I like the sound of a round table better. <laughs> All right. Any final closing words before we end this episode? There will be a part two. So prepare yourself for that if you can handle us again. Any closing thoughts from anybody?
1: I do. Of course I do. Um, <laughs> this has been really therapeutic. Yes. And I recommend you do this with another family that you might be friends with, another military family or even a non-military family. Yeah. And just ask questions and get it out there and talk about it. It's really nice. We did this with ourselves. It's like to the tests and it was like hour long conversation. It was meaningful and like it was awesome. It and, is, and well, this was great.
0: I think it allows you know being a square table discussion. Yeah, not right. <laughs> Whoa, you can hit the deep note there. I think it uh, just allows us to open up and be one hundred percent honest yeah. and really talk about the things that we all think and we all know, but don't really get talked about.
2: And I think as dynamic as our careers have been, yes. like so different and completely different perspectives of not having similar perspective, but like. Same like meaning and whatnot, but like completely different outlooks of way things yeah. come down and the way yeah. the way we do things. And I think it's great, and it causes great discussion amongst all of us. And yeah. gives, if if you're listening, like it gives great depth to to you guys as well. And
0: it's not a one sided conversation. Exactly, yeah. it's not
2: one perspective. There's four different perspectives here from completely different ways of thinking about it.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't matter like what unit you belong to, you're gonna find some commonalities with another yep. person belonging to a different unit
1: too. I belong to the Marine Corps. <laughs>
0: We're all at one unit. I'm gonna yep. reenlist right now. <laughs> Shannon and I are uh, head dependents, so anyway. Stop. <laughs> well, it. Thank you guys so much for being here with me today, and stay tuned for part two.
1: At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we're upping the benefits without upping the price. Introducing Magenta Max, now with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, get Netflix on us. Right now, pay zero cost to switch and bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to 650 bucks
2: only at T-Mobile. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p, up to 40 gigs high-speed tethering, $650 via virtual prepaid card, allow 15 days, SIM and support charges waived, receive Netflix standard with two lines.